Today on episode 178 of the Computer Tutor Podcast, news from Microsoft. First, we have some good news about Internet Explorer, but then we get a bunch of Windows 10 propaganda that's so ridiculous, I don't think even Baghdad Bob would say it. And if you're too young to remember Baghdad Bob, well, get ready for a little history lesson. Another episode of The Computer Tutor, tips, tricks, and advice from a computer pro without all the tech talk. And now, here is your computer tutor, Scott Johnson. Welcome back to The Computer Tutor Podcast. I'm your personal computer tutor, Scott Johnson, and I'm here every Monday morning to show you how to do cool things on your computer. And the important thing is, we don't use all that techie mumbo jumbo, just plain English so you can understand it and use it. And from what I hear from my listeners, that kind of approach is appreciated. And if your computer has a problem, I'm your guy. I've been doing computer repair for a long time, since 1999, and in most cases, I can fix your computer remotely so you don't even have to bring it into a shop. Just give me a call at 727-254-9078 or email me at pctutor at gmail.com. And today's computer tip can be seen at my website at computertutorflorida.com forward slash 178. So let's get started. Well, as we've seen lots of times before, Microsoft continues to go through its ups and downs. Recently, there were a couple of news items that came out of Microsoft, and both of them really concern most Windows computer users. So that's what we're talking about today. First off, Microsoft announced that they will no longer be supporting older versions of Internet Explorer. That means you need to update your version of Internet Explorer to the most recent one, which is version 11. They'll be cutting off support updates for Internet Explorer versions 8, 9, and 10, and that goes into effect on Tuesday, January 12, 2015. You see, once a month, Microsoft sends out Windows updates. This is done on the second Tuesday of each month, which has come to be known as Patch Tuesday. So for this month, they're going to issue patches for Internet Explorer 8, 9, 10, and 11. And after that, no more support for any of them except for the most current one, version 11. Now, before you just disregard that announcement, you need to know this. You need to upgrade your Internet Explorer browser to version 11, even if you don't use Internet Explorer as your primary web browser. A lot of people don't. I don't. I hardly ever use it. But you just got to do it anyway. Internet Explorer is part of Windows. And in some areas, it works very closely with your Windows operating system. So Internet Explorer could get exploited even if you don't use it to view websites. And then you could have a problem with Windows. Now, to check what version you have currently, just open Internet Explorer and click the little gear icon in the top right. And then in that new menu, just click on About Internet Explorer. If it says version 11, you're good to go. Otherwise, you need to update it. So that's actually pretty good news for Microsoft. The older versions of IE are just not very secure, and it's pretty much a big headache for anyone that creates websites to try to make a website compatible and safe to use when you got a bunch of people using outdated web browsers that just aren't safe. And then we get to hear from the Microsoft Propaganda Department. Actually, this guy's title is Chief Marketing Officer, and his name is Chris 
Caposella. I'm not sure I'm pronouncing his last name correctly. So, Chris, if you're listening to this, my apologies for butchering your name. But that's probably the least offensive thing Chris will find about what I have to say. So what was Chris's big announcement recently? Well, he was on the Windows Weekly podcast, and he said a couple of things that are just nuts. He was talking about Windows 10 and how everyone should obviously upgrade to Windows 10 immediately. And more specifically, he said that people that keep using Windows 7 do so at their own risk, at their own peril. Well, that's crazy enough, but then he goes on to give a couple of examples. He said, we do worry when people are running an operating system that's 10 years old and that the next printer that they buy isn't going to work very well, or they buy a new game, they buy Fallout 4, a very popular game, and it doesn't work on a bunch of older machines. Well, my jaw hit the floor when I heard this. Okay, let's take each one of these little tidbits separately. First of all, the printer hogwash. He's saying that if you keep using Windows 7, then when you get a new printer, it won't work properly. I guess he's hoping people just hear that and just don't bother thinking through the logic of that statement, or the lack of logic, I should say. Right now, Windows 7 is the operating system used by 55% of the computers around the world. You really think that the printer manufacturers are just going to stop making printers that work with over half of the computers that are being used now? I guarantee you can walk into any computer or electronic store and pull any printer off the shelf and it will be compatible with Windows 7. And even more, you could do the same thing next year or the year after that because tons of people will still be using Windows 7. And if you want to talk about printer problems, Mr. Caposella, maybe we should discuss the printer problems that people have had after they did the quote-unquote upgrade to Windows 10. I have several clients who got Windows 10 against my recommendation, and when they got it all set up, that's when they realized their printer would not work with Windows 10. That's because when their printer was built, Windows 10 didn't exist. So there's no software to allow the printer to communicate with Windows 10. So if you like your printer and you don't want to replace it, you better really think twice before you do that all-important upgrade to Windows 10. You might just be in for a surprise. And then there's the statement about compatibility with games. Now, the example he used was Fallout 4. If you haven't heard of Fallout 4, it's the big computer game that everyone wants now. It's hugely popular, at least among the computer gaming community. I'm not a gamer, and even I've heard about it. Well, I invite Mr. Caposella to do a little simple Google search and find out what the minimum system requirements are for a computer to be able to run Fallout 4. What you'll see if you do that search straight from the game creators is that it will run on Windows 7, 8, and 10. So there's no compatibility problem at all. That was just Microsoft playing pretend. Again, just like a printer manufacturer, a game company would be committing financial suicide if they came out with a game that didn't work on over half the computers around the world. And anyway, if a game doesn't run on a particular computer, it's not usually because of the version of Windows. It's more often a hardware problem, like the computer doesn't have a fast enough processor or doesn't have enough video memory, uh, because games now are extremely graphic and require a really powerful video card. And of course, Chris Caposella knows all that, but really he's just 
playing the modern-day corporate version of Baghdad Bob. Baghdad Bob was the Iraqi information minister under Saddam Hussein back in the early 2000s. That's not his real name, of course. I'm not even going to try to pronounce that. In 2003, when the U.S. invaded Iraq, this guy would go on Iraqi television and give daily press briefings to the people of Iraq about what was going on in the war. Of course, he became a joke because none of what he said even came close to the truth. He'd say, like, like U.S. troops were committing suicide by the hundreds and that there were no American tanks in Baghdad, when actually, in some cases, the sounds of the combat could actually be heard while he was broadcasting. All of this was based on the fact that the people of Iraq really had no other way of getting news since the government censors all of the information. Baghdad Bob's last public appearance was when he announced that the Americans were surrendering. Of course, no one that knew what was actually going on took him seriously, and he became kind of a clown, you know, a joke. Well, I'm afraid unless marketing chief Capacella starts thinking very carefully about what he's trying to get us to believe, he might just have a similar outcome as Baghdad Bob. It's just amazing to me how Microsoft is just so laser-focused on getting Windows 10 on every computer, like it's life or death for them. It's just unbelievable. Oh, and that thing about Microsoft being worried about people using an operating system that's 10 years old? Windows 7 was released to the public in the summer of 2009, so it's not even yet 7 years old. I mean, come on, that's just simple arithmetic. But then again, by Microsoft's calculation, what should come after Windows 7 and 8? Windows 10, of course. Okay, end of my rant. What do you think? If you have a comment, a question, suggestion for a future topic, praise for Windows 10, anything, just give me a call on my podcast voicemail line at 727-386-9468, and you might just hear your own voice right here on this podcast. Or you can email me at pctutor at gmail.com, and maybe I'll read your email. And that will do it for this week. As always, I'll see you back here next Monday morning with another computer tip. Well, that wraps up this episode of the Computer Tutor Podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. If you'd like to contact me with a question, a comment, or a suggestion for a future topic, you're welcome to do so at my website, computertutorflorida.com. And while you're there, sign up for my free Monday morning email newsletter. If you have a computer problem, give me a call at 727-254-9078. In many cases, I can take care of a problem remotely, so it doesn't matter if you're here in Florida, up in Maine, or way out in California. I'd love to help. Thanks again for listening, and have a great week. God bless.